Are you an auto repair shop owner struggling to get customers and increase revenue? Don't miss the first of its kind high gear auto repair marketing conference presented by Leads Near Me. Taking place November 29th through December 1st, 2023 at the Atlanta Airport Marriott. Learn from media experts on everything from Google to direct mail to television and radio advertising, customer relationship management, networking, social media marketing, and using tech like AI as a marketing tool. Discover how to get the most out of your marketing efforts and budgets to increase car counts and revenue for 2024. Registration happens at highgearconference.com. Conversations that are inspiring and educational for leaders in the automotive industry. This is Near Me Radio. Now, here's your host, Ryan Burton. Welcome to Near Me Radio, the podcast for automotive professionals. I'm your host, Ryan Burton, and today we have an incredible guest with us. Joining us is Chris Knuth, the founder of APEC ATI, a nonprofit organization dedicated to providing automotive technical training and personal growth skills. Chris and his team at APEC ATI are on a mission to serve veterans, the recovery community, formerly incarcerated individuals, and other at-risk communities. They believe in empowering individuals by equipping them with both the technical and soft skills needed to excel in the automotive industry. With over 26 years of experience, Chris is not only a successful business owner, but also a mentor to automotive industry professionals worldwide. So if you're ready, let's visit with Chris Knuth and talk about APEC ATI. Chris, so amazing to have you back on the program again today. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for uh, thanks for bringing me back. Oh man, it's lovely to have you, and I'm just so proud to know you, and so impressed with all that you're working on right now and all that you're doing. Um, I don't even know where to start. I'm just excited about all you have going on. Why don't you kind of bring us up to speed on this amazing initiative that you are just spearheading? I don't want to say all by yourself. You got so many friends, but you have really been a trailblazer with this. And why don't you bring us up to speed on APEC ATI? Sure. Um, yes, uh, this is definitely much bigger than myself, um, and it's taken uh, many people, uh, their contribution, their efforts, their um, you know belief in the possibility uh, of what I'm working with, and uh, I'd like to also you know acknowledge uh, Near Me Radio, uh, Leads Near Me. You guys have been great and a huge part of our growth, and I really appreciate that. Uh, so where we're at today, um, we are about two and a half years old. It uh, started with a crazy idea back in um, September of 2020. Um, and that was kind of on the heels of a life-changing trip to Uganda. And um, I wanted to create an automotive training program uh, because I saw such a need for skilled <laughs> Uh, technicians over there. I uh, was watching how they were working on cars. Uh, we were taking a safari up to northern Uganda, and I saw uh, a very a disappointed looking couple with their tour guide, and their vehicle was broken down, and the one of the wheels was like off in the weed somewhere. And uh, I noticed that it had been worked on recently because all the parts were shiny and new, and I was like, uh oh. 
someone didn't, you know, install it properly and it could have created a really dangerous situation. And, and we we're at least a hundred miles from anywhere. It was like way out in, in the bush. And so, um, I started working on, uh, I have a partner over there. His name is Paul. Uh, he's in Eastern Uganda and in Bali, which is on the border with Kenya. And so him and I were working together to get something going and uh, I wanted it to be automotive related. He has a background in computers. Like he's a computer genius, coding and programming and all this stuff. And he was then uh, an instructor for a program called Utouch. In Utouch, uh, my wife and I uh, are friends with the founder. Her name is Deborah, Deborah Plotkin. And she created an amazing program over there. She's graduated like at least 5,000 students from uh, a computer training program there to get them connected to the world. And so Paul and I started talking um, and we ended up forming APAC Africa. And so APAC Africa kind of evolved into a computer, an advanced computer training uh, academy uh, where people can come for free training. And we actually are teaching those marketable skills to keep them employed um, and get them jobs within uh, that industry. And so when COVID hit, I wasn't able to travel for a while. And I thought, well, maybe I should, uh, in order to make this work really well in Uganda, maybe I should create the model here in the U.S. Uh, to where I can get it all figured out. And then we could take it anywhere. You know, we could put it in other shops in the U.S. We could take it abroad. And uh, that's when I kind of had the vision of, of creating this program and having it available in all 50 states and also in 35 countries. Uh, just so happens I love to travel. And I thought, hmm, how, how, could, I, uh, how could I work this out <laughs> to where I could, uh, you know, kill two birds with one stone. I could provide opportunities for people and also experience different cultures and and uh, so that's where the idea got started. And then I created the nonprofit, which is a 501c3, which is APAC ATI, and went to work creating a program uh, to attract people to our industry because, uh, you know, being fairly well connected in the automotive industry for a number of years, what I'm hearing from my colleagues are there's a, definitely a technician skilled labor shortage. That's no secret, right? Everyone is aware of that. And what I'm hearing from my colleagues is that they don't know where to find people to even train, right? So I know we go to high schools and in trade, uh, you know, job fairs and all this stuff. And I just see people coming back empty handed. And so I wanted to find a way to attract people to our industry so we, shop owners aren't spending their time looking for them and looking for the wrong people possibly. Uh, I also hear that when they do find people to train, they're not motivated. You know, everyone wants to be a social media influencer or, you know, uh, a tech startup guy who, who's a billionaire by the time he's 22 or something. And so getting people interested in, in working hard and, and building a career from the ground up isn't always uh, something that people want to hear, right? That everyone wants the easy way. And so I wanted to find people that um, would not only take an opportunity, but really, really work hard for, um, for it, you know, for them to recreate their lives and, and whatnot. And so um, that's kind of one aspect of APAC ATI is a student referral network. Um, as you mentioned in the introduction, 
Uh, I'm work. I want to work with veterans. The veterans have a lot of skills that bridge really well into the work that we do in automotive. Um, they're also a segment of our society that falls through the cracks. A lot of them because it's not easy to transition from active duty to a civilian career. It's not easy always to go from having a really structured, regimented life and work to now just kind of being open-ended. And then, so I wanted to be able to create opportunity for, for veterans. Again, uh, the incarcerated folks, there's a lot of talent that has been uh, incarcerated for many different reasons. And many of them, when they're ready for parole or release, they want they want to work hard. They, they don't want to go back to prison. They want to uh, rebuild a life. And so we're looking to connect with them and get them connected to our industry. And I'm finding that so many people that are coming out of incarceration are really close to our industry anyway. A lot of them have worked as a mechanic or their uncle owns a repair shop. So I'm finding that that's a really good fit. And a lot of incarcerated folks have college degrees and they've studied engineering, all kinds of stuff. So it's really neat uh, to find out what they know uh, when they come in for training. And then again, recovery. Um, I think that a lot of us uh, in the U.S. that have sent their kids to college, right? That's like, you got to go to college. You know, you got to have a better life than we had. And, and so everyone gets pushed to college. Well, it, college, as we know, isn't for everyone. And what often happens is kids, you know, fail out or they drop out or they get tangled up with drugs and alcohol and rehabs and all this kind of stuff. And I find that after a, a number of times of falling down, if you will, or, you know, running into problems and obstacles, um, their families are supporting them now and maybe taking a different direction. And I think that's a real big part of what we're doing is I want students to come to us for training, but I also want people in their corner encouraging them. And so that's kind of uh, what's going on with that aspect of the program and who we're working with. And of course, um, we want to train them as quickly and efficiently as possible to get them working in shops so shop owners can meet the demands of their customers. They can grow their businesses. They can have access to skilled labor. And, um, you know, we're teaching them more than just fixing cars. We're teaching them how to be good teammates, how to be a part of the customer experience, how to be a part of working as a team. So we're, we're putting all these elements together in this training so that when they hit your shop, they're ready to work, they're motivated to work, and they have the right mindset to be a, a, a tremendous value to your company. You know, it's been amazing about this since the first, you told me about it and since the first we heard about this, is it a couple years ago now? I mean, it's it's been a minute since you announced all this and launched it. Is your passion and your commitment to this has been unrelenting? I mean, you've not wavered. It's been the same con, you know, consistent level. And that's mm -hmm. really admirable. And, you know, we had uh, recently on the podcast had Laura and Leanne with Breaks for Breasts. And, you know, yeah. they have a really cool initiative. And, you know, uh, irregardless of the number of shops that are involved, it's I think it's doing your part. I think that's where the difference comes in, you know, and, and finding your passion and your way to help because help is needed, right? I mean, we have to find technicians. We have to, you know, inspire people to be involved in the industry and, and, and move things forward. And it's going to take 
you know, lots of Laura's, Leanne's, and and Chris Knuth's here to get us where we're going. But uh, but it's it's really inspiring and uh, and great work and and good job. And this is again, we're going to do check ins like this. On Near Me Radio, frequently with Chris. We're going to f- check in and see where things are going. So, again, I, I, I don't know if we talked in there about the Ambassador Program. I think you, you may have touched on it for a second, maybe not. Maybe I'm just remembering we talked before we got started here. You're telling me about it. But the Ambassador Program, tell me about that. And really, you know, there's been some progress. We have some people maybe getting on board, mm-hmm. supporting. Maybe start with the Ambassador Program and, and, and talk about these things for me. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. Uh, I just, before that, I want to just acknowledge Laura and Leanne and the work that they've done. Um, I was uh, in a group with them back when they launched Breaks for Breast and to just see what they've done with it, who they've partnered with, the amount of money that they've raised, and their relentless passion for it as well. I just wanted to acknowledge that. I I think it's amazing. And... um, Yes. So for us, we are launching an ambassador program. Um, That's going to be the next step in rolling out our program nationwide. So our ambassadors are going to be our points of contact in each state. So what we wanted to do is this is a grassroots movement, if you will. So we need to uh, build out our student referral network, Uh, We are a nonprofit, and so we have to think about fundraising. You know, growing an organization takes resources. So um, right now we announced uh, just on a couple of Facebook posts uh, and an email that uh, we're calling on volunteers to join us, to sign up for uh, a call that we're going to do over Zoom on May 24th, uh, 3.30 Eastern. And so I'm going to talk about, just give a quick overview of APAC ATI, what, what our mission is, what we're doing, how we're doing it. And then we're going to provide some information on what an ambassador's role will be. So how we're envisioning this is, as right now, actually, in just a month's time, we have 80 volunteers representing 42 states. So I think that's a really great start. I'm, I'm, extremely uh, blown away by it. It's amazing. Uh, So our ambassadors will be our points of contact in each state. We'll have a monthly call where we just connect with them. They'll have teams under them because many of the states have multiple volunteers. Uh, You do not have to be in automotive. You can be in any industry, just, you know, have a passion for helping people and want to be a part of what we're doing, this movement. So we will uh, connect with other community-based organizations. We will look into each of these communities and find where the need is for people to have gainful employment, um, to to create careers in the automotive industry. And at the same time, we're bringing awareness to how great the automotive industry is and how much the opportunity is there. Because many people that I talk to outside of our industry just see us in coveralls, covered in grease. We just crawled out of a pit. Uh, we smell bad. We're scary looking, you know, so just to letting people know that, you know, automotive isn't what it used to be. Um, it, it really is a technical field uh, where uh, technicians have to be smart. They have to be very talented and dedicated to their, to their craft. And uh, so we're just bringing awareness to what it's all about, what the income earning capacity is for technicians it's quite significant 
And uh, it's enough really for people to live well and create a, a great life and a great living. And so we're bringing awareness to all that. Our ambassadors will host local fundraisers and just connect and get the word out. And so we're really excited to do this um, as we start to grow our student referral network, get other shops interested in becoming training centers or hiring our graduates uh, so that they can have access to skilled labor. And, you know, there's a lot of shops out there who need to up their game, honestly. You know, part of the reason automotive has a bad reputation for a career is because of us as shop owners, not providing benefits, not providing a clean, safe work environment, not keeping our tools up to date. So there's a lot of things that we need to do industry-wide to really come at this from a position of, of um, professionalism, you know, and competency. And so I think there's a lot of room for growth just within shops. And I hope that the work that we're doing elevates the entire industry along with us, um, you know, ending our skilled labor shortage. So, and by the way, just for context, you mentioned May 24th. This podcast will release prior to May 24th, 2023. Mm -hmm. However, people... This might be in the future, Chris. This might be like somebody trips upon this and like way off in the sure. future. So what you just mentioned, is that something that will be available that they could maybe watch on the APEC ATI Facebook page? This call is going to be a public call. Will there be a result of this that they can see afterwards? I know you mentioned a call that 80 people will be on, right? So we want to invite people if they're hearing this before the 24th. So A, can they come to it? And then B, uh, in the future, if we see this, how can they retroactively? Am I making any freaking yeah, sense? Yeah, okay, totally, good. Totally. Yeah, I'll, um, we're going to provide our contact information. They can just email me. Uh, they, there's a contact form on, on our website. APECATI.org, right? APECATI.org. <laughs> there we go. All right, sorry. Yeah. And then uh, they can just message me um, and say, hey, I'm interested in being an ambassador. And then probably what we'll do is. Um, I imagine this call will be probably an hour long, so I can just maybe create a shorter, you know, just intro or an email I can send to people. But yeah, like if you catch this after May 24th, no problem. We'll still, we'd love to have you involved. Cool. So let's talk about some of the exciting things happening because there's, you know, we've had some some people showing interest, people getting involved. Um, you know, are there any events coming up that you may be involved in or things that we can talk about today that might be exciting to hear about? Chris, anything? Yes. Anything? Talk about <laughs> it if you can. If you can't, oh, I'm so glad you asked. If it's super secret, then obviously don't. But if there's anything you can tell us about, I would love to hear about it right now. Yeah, great. You know, um, as I've been building APAC ATI, it's really been me out there pestering everyone I know, anyone that'll listen. Um, I just pounce on them, tell them everything, share my enthusiasm. And um, that has taken a, a good amount of time. And um, what's really awesome is all those conversations are starting to pay off. Um, I have been nominated to be a speaker at the Ratchet and Wrench Conference. Um, I received an invitation this morning, which I gladly accepted. So um, that's going to be an amazing opportunity to just really, uh, you know, share. Um, Ratchet and Wrench has also been so instrumental in supporting us and getting our message out. And so allowing me the opportunity to share with 
uh, with colleagues and with people attending the conference is, is incredible. Um, I'm humbled and, and honored by it. it. It's so cool. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, there are some other partnerships that we're working on right now, um, which I believe we will be able to announce publicly. I want to make sure that everything is just, you know, finalized and all the, all the ribbons and bows are tied up on them. And then I'd be happy to, uh, to talk more about them. But right now, Ratchet Wrench Conference, um, what else is going on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, a lot of online stuff. So maybe by the next check-in, uh, I'll definitely have some more, some more announcements. I'm sure you will. And congratulations on the nomination with Ratchet & Wrench. That's really huge. That's a, just an amazing conference every year. And to get you up on that stage doing that this year, uh, really kudos to Ratchet & Wrench and uh, uh, very well-deserved for you. Uh, I, th I think I can come watch that. I'm going to be there. Can I come sit in the back of the room and check out the big Chris up there? I hope so. <laughs> I anyway. hope you, yeah, I hope you do. My joke earlier was I'm going to get you in a high gear conference shirt or something. I'm going <laughs> to wallpaper you with my, I'd be like, hey, Chris, you want to wear this shirt? No, you don't, you don't have to, but you know, if you want to, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to stop you or anything, but yeah, yeah. well, that's cool. Well, let's, let's get down to kind of street level here now. Okay. So really the goal is, you know, because we have shop owners listening, right? That's who this podcast is for. That's who lis who's listening right now or somebody in the shop, right? A manager, techs, people are listening and they're, they're getting inspired, no question, because what you're doing is inspiring. So how can they make their shop an APEC ATI shop? How can they be, I think you call it an ambassador. How can they be one of these shops? And where are we in that process where Ryan... And it would be called Ryan's Auto Repair if I had a shop. So <laughs> Ryan's Auto Repair. <laughs> maybe I, Chris, maybe I will open a shop, man. What do you think, dude? Let's do it. Yeah. I'm gonna open a shop. I'm like, no, yeah. okay, hold on. I'm only just I'm playing around here. I'm not I've got I'm busy. Okay. But anyway, but, yeah. but anyway maybe Ryan's start at home like many of us did in your garage. Am I started at home? Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. If you saw my house and family, that would be really this would be like a reality show that would need to happen. But anyway, I have my garage. So um no, I'm way off on a tangent. Ryan's auto repair, right? We got Ryan's auto repair. I'm hearing this and I want can I be involved now? Can I do this today? How do I get going? Where are we at? Can I be an ambassador? Talk to me now because somebody's listening and they're yeah. seeing this thing moving and they want to be involved. Yeah, the best uh, place to start right now is the ambassador program uh, because in order to make this system work in communities across the U.S., there, there is some preparatory work that needs to be done. Uh, first, you should go to our website and make a donation. Uh, that would be very much appreciated because, again, it takes financial resources to get this training to you uh, as fast as possible. So that is one obstacle to getting uh, shops be, uh, signed up as training centers and, and all this stuff. So that's one obstacle. Uh, I would say um, come to our website, apacati.org. Hit the contact us page and just fill in your name, phone number, email address, write a little note. I'm interested in, in becoming a training center. I'm interested in employing graduates. I'm interested in being an ambassador. Great. We will then take that, contact you, find where you fit um, the, and would be the most effective in helping us get uh, this thing rolled out uh, nationwide. So start there. Um, for 2023, our goal is to open another training center uh, here in California. Uh, I'm in Southern California where our pilot center is. 
So we want one more this year, maybe two, close to me. So I want to make sure that it's running. This program works great in my shop. I want to make sure it's running great in shops that I could easily drive to. And then um, once our ambassadors are going to work and we're starting to get connections in communities to get students referred to us, um, we're also working with elected officials. Um, we're working on a bunch of things on a state level, hopefully a federal level, where we can incentivize businesses to be uh, training centers um, and even employing our graduates through tax credits and, and things like that and through policy. Um, so 2024, our vision is to have at least six training centers in different regions. So Northeast, Southeast, uh, the Northern part of the central US, Texas, um, Pacific Northwest, the Southwest. So we wanna get then the next phase of growth is to get regional centers going, make sure all of that is working really well. And I think by one, late 2024, 2025, we could push the go button and just blow this thing up because our training uh, model works in existing repair shops. So we don't have to lease equipment. We don't have to lease or buy property, anything. We're utilizing the resources that are already there. So your shop, um, as long as you're able to meet minimum levels of uh, requirements, we, we are setting the standard high because we do need to raise the bar in our industry. Um, so part of what we're doing is, you know, getting shops up to date, making sure that you have HR systems and you have ongoing education and employee benefits. So we need to make sure that shops are a good fit for what we're doing and um, they'll make good community partners. We have some assessments that we can send to you to, to find that out. Um, also, we're looking for shops that have um, aging technicians. So our instructors, um, we're using technicians that are aging out of our industry. We're actually bridging the gap between when their body is broken down and they're tired of working on cars. Um, we want to take them from that point to retirement. And so there's a number of years there <clears throat> that Unfortunately, our, our veteran technicians, uh, the knowledge is walking out of our shops. They're leaving the industry. And so I want them to stay in your shop. I want you to hold on to that knowledge. And I want them to be able to hand that down to this next generation of technicians coming in. So uh, us providing um, that opportunity for technicians, an additional, I think, a more complete career path for them uh, would be a great way to also make our industry look better as a, you know, for a full, uh, full career span. So yeah, those are some of the things we're looking for in shops and in, in that want to get involved with us. Those are ways that you can be involved, um, you know, financially volunteering as an ambassador and three, having um, someone in your shop that could use um, like a second wind you know, some re-energize re them, motivate them to to uh, to hand their knowledge down and, and, and to work and, and teach other people. I mean, it is really by far the most, most um, what, what's the word? Rewarding. rewarding. Yeah. yeah. Rewarding, I think. Is what you're yeah. yeah. I was looking for like a more complicated word than that. We'll, <laughs> that one works. It's we'll a, use rewarding. I do that all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I need a really smart word here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. Rewarding. So, um, Anyway, long story short. 
That's great. So uh, to paraphrase the three things we need financially, we need ambassadors. And the third is to find people in shops that want to, you know, move to kind of a new role. Are those the three? Did I hear that right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Transitioning um, our, our veteran technicians into another, um, you know, uh, role in the shop. And then also shops that want to be community partners. You know, so many business, small businesses want to be active in the community. This is a great way for them to have an impact. Um, also, there's a lot of attention that shops will get to through their local media, um, them providing opportunities. And it, it's just a great way to get some free press, be known for something other than auto repair. And for me, um, I knew that, um, you know, Aaron Stokes, I have to give him credit for this. A few years ago, he said, Chris, that your next phase of your growth is to be a promoter. And I was like, no, no, not doing that. That's never going to happen. And uh, that just sat in the back of my mind for a long time. And I just couldn't wrap my head around, how can I promote my shop and just like changing oil and fixing cars? I, I just couldn't really get into it. And then um, when I stumbled upon this and, and how much I love providing opportunity and helping people get connected, and I was like, oh my gosh, here I am. I'm, I'm the promoter that Aaron uh, saw in me a number of years ago. And so um, if there are any other shops and shop owners that know they need to be a promoter, this may be a great opportunity for them. Nice. Well, if anybody, if you know Chris, he's very soft-spoken. Kind of, he's, he's, you're quieter, right? You're not the most, you know, in your face yeah. kind of guy, right? Laid back. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, if we're doing the video version, if that's what you're watching right now and you're seeing him, you know, he's, he's, he looks the same height as me, right? But how tall are you? Six, four. Yeah. He's a mountain of a man and he is a lion, right? So you hear him talk a little bit, you realize this is a very bright man with really good ideas, but you know, kind of unassuming and you know, you see him, but he's, he's a warrior and he's going after it. And this is again, really just good for you. You know, it's, um, it's helping the industry and you're really taking a run at it. And again, and again, the objective of this show is to inform, educate, but also inspire, you know? So either they're going to be inspired to get on your mission or they're going to be inspired to start their own mission, which hopefully helps the industry in general and we all help each other because that's the that's the goal of all of this, that high tide, right? Raising all boats, sure. right? Absolutely. That's the objective. Is there anything... So this is a catch-up. We're going to do this anytime you want, all the time. You've got an open invitation to be on the show. Boom, you just send me a text and well, any update you want anytime. We'd love to have you. But is there anything we missed out on? Uh, anything you might also want to mention about APEC, ATI? Anything at all? No, um, I think we've done a good job of covering uh, the ambassador program as our next big rollout. Uh, I would love to see a tremendous um, you know, uh, response. We already have. I'd like to see that grow even more. Because again, I, I'm just the the arms and legs of this whole thing. You know, I, I'm out there trying to to get it done, and I need as many people as possible to help. Because I see this being very big. I see it being huge. Um, we're also um, beginning our work abroad, um, opening some locations in Uganda. We're talking about um, bringing our U.S. trainers over to Uganda to work, um, to help us train technicians for maybe a week and then take another week and go on safaris. Uh, when I was in Uganda, we went gorilla trekking, like in the mountains to where the mountain gorillas live and just like hang out with them. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It is incredible. Okay. Be careful. All right. 
the mountain gorillas. I mean, I don't like, that's not like, Hey Ryan, uh, we're, you know, we had a good day. Want to go trek with the mountain gorillas? It'd be like, uh, you know, maybe I'll hang back. Yeah. Or navigate class five (laughs) rapids on the Nile river with crocodiles in the water. That's an amazing experience. You can't miss. Um, so yes, there's more to this. Um, as we start to go worldwide, um, I'd love to I have a, a connection to Peru and to Ecuador, and there's some amazing things to see there, Machu Picchu, the Galapagos. So we want to be able to bring uh, our trainers to other cultures also to, you know, I think traveling has just enhanced my life so much and really given me perspective on what's important. Um, you know, it's not the, the latest car or computer or gadget that really brings happiness and joy. And so I want to share that with people. And uh, so, yeah, we're just getting started. Nice. Well, congratulations on everything. And I think a big announcement today is the Ratchet and Wrench Conference. You got like this morning, you got that notice. And I I, I mean, I've got to think you've told some people, but probably not a lot. This is uh, very early yeah. in this announcement. So I'm very excited to announce that here today. Yeah. Uh, that's amazing. awesome, man. So congrats on that. And that's in September, I think, second or third week of September. And it's in Denver this year, right? The Colorado Denver. area, correct? Yes. Right. Excellent. Well, Chris, thank you for being on again. And uh, we'll, we'll have you here again soon to update things. You know, continued success with APEC ATI. And Chris Canoe, thank you once again for being here on Near Me Radio. It's my pleasure. Thank you. The tech shortage problem is not going to solve itself. That's why it will take organizations like APAC ATI to emerge with solutions that will bring relief for shop owners. APAC ATI is a nonprofit organization that helps veterans, the recovery community, formerly incarcerated persons, and those who need a second chance and a shot at their dream career as a skilled automotive technician. They offer no-cost training and a hand up for anyone willing to do the hard work it takes to learn to repair every vehicle the right way. APAC ATI, educating and empowering skilled labor and making a difference. Learn more about the program or sponsor a new student at APACATI.org. That's A-P-A-C-A-T-I.org.